Section 15 of Guelphs and Ghibellines by Oscar Browning. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Chapter 11 The Visconti, Cardinal Albanoth, Death of Rienzi, Emperor Charles IV, Part 2. Just at this time, the Emperor Charles IV began the expedition into Italy, which he had been previously invited to undertake. He had been at first solicited by the towns of the Guelph Quadrilateral. He was now approached, with more success, by the confederacy which had formed itself under the supremacy of Venice to resist the overwhelming power of the Visconti. This league comprised the chief princes of the Lombard Plain, the Este of Ferrara, the Gonzaghi of Mantua, the Carrara of Padua, the della Scala of Verona always ready to turn against any of their number who threatened a dangerous preponderance the florentines refused to join the league considering themselves bound by the treaty of sarzana genoa as has been already stated was in the possession of the visconti just at this critical moment giovanni degli visconti archbishop of milan died on october fifth thirteen fifty four on friday evening october third thirteen fifty four there appeared on his forehead just above the eyebrow a little boil or pimple of which he took but little notice on saturday evening the fourth of the same month he had it cut and as it was cut the archbishop fell down dead thus says matteo villani the archbishop's inheritance was divided among his three nephews Matteo received Bologna, Parma, Babio, Piacenza, and Lodi, Bernabo, Bergamo, Brescia, Crema, and Cremona, Galeazzo, Como, Novara, Vercelli, Asti, Alba, Alessandria, and Tortona. Milan and Genoa were held in common by the three brothers. Matteo, who was of an easy-going and quiet temper, took the part of a sleeping partner bernabo had charge of military affairs and galeazzo of the interior matteo died in the following year thirteen fifty five upon which lodi and parma were given to bernabo piacenza and babio to galeazzo bologna although ostensibly belonging to bernabo was practically made over to giovanni da oleggio who had been sent there by the archbishop the emperor who arrived in italy soon after the archbishop's death was sumptuously received by the visconti although he came at the invitation of the venetians he was entertained first in padua and mantua by the carrara and gonzaghi a splendid embassy was sent to invite him to milan offering him a present of two hundred thousand gold florins in return for this he endeavoured to make peace between the visconti and the league but he only succeeded in concluding a truce on january fourth thirteen fifty five he made his triumphal entry into milan and was crowned with the iron crown of lombardy on january sixth in the church of sant'ambrogio on january twelfth he set out for tuscany and entered pisa on january eighteenth there he was received with very different feelings the pisans greeted him with enthusiasm they had not forgotten their relations with his grandfather henry the seventh 
the emperor remained in pisa for two months it has been mentioned above that the town of lucca had been placed under the government of charles during the expedition of his father john of bohemia into italy during this time he had built the castle of monte carlo to defend the city against the florentines the people of lucca were now eager to show their attachment but charles was afraid of offending pisa by treating lucca with too much favour indeed he confirmed the authority of pisa over it the cities of the guelph league arezzo perugia siena and florence were doubtful how they should conduct themselves perugia determined to act separately as being a fief of the church and not of the empire florence and siena sent a joint embassy but whereas the florentines were careful and guarded in their language and did nothing which acknowledged the sovereignty of charles or which cast a doubt upon their own independence the sienese at once admitted their position of dependence to the empire florence received the reward of her bold conduct on payment of one hundred thousand florins she obtained full recognition as a free imperial city and was relieved from every condemnation which during a number of years had been launched against her by a succession of imperial vicars arezzo terrified by its tyrants the tarlatti followed at first the example of florence but at last submitted to the emperor the smaller towns such as pistoa and san miniato did the same and the petty tyrants of the neighbourhood hastened to join his standard passing through siena charles arrived in rome where in accordance to his agreement with the pope he only spent a single night he was crowned in st peter's on easter day april fifth by the cardinal archbishop of ostia and by the prefetto rivico who had been deprived of his possessions by cardinal albornoz at the end of may charles left italy for germany he had failed in all his projects and the issue of his expedition created in italy a feeling of contempt for the empire which was never obliterated wherever the emperor passed he gave the signal for tumults and disorders which he was unable to appease when he arrived at siena the government of the nine a close oligarchy of merchants had been overthrown and its place was taken by a popular oligarchy of twelve which was just as tyrannical on his return he left his brother the archbishop of aquileia to command the town but his back was no sooner turned than his brother was expelled and the government overthrown similarly at pisa he attempted to appease the factions which tore the town in sunder but on his return the generals broke out with greater violence and executed gamba corta who had been one of the first to welcome him into italy luca which had hailed him as deliverer had to condemn him as a destroyer he slunk back through lombardy without attendance and without honours as his brilliant german suite had left him after the coronation at rome the visconti could afford to despise him and made a great favour of giving him leave to spend a night in their city of verona once more the attempt to bring rest and peace to italy from beyond the alps had entirely failed the close of the year thirteen fifty five was marked by the devastation of the kingdom of naples by the great company as it was called an army of mercenaries commanded by count lando of whom the notorious fra moriali had been an officer and also by the successes of cardinal albornoz in the marches 
the great company a band of robbers and assassins ready to do the bidding of any one who would pay them had marched into the dominions of queen joanna to satisfy a private vengeance they devastated catalonia apulia and the terra di lavoro while the troops of Acciajulo, the marshal of the kingdom contrived to collect for its defence being disgusted by want of pay went to swell the ranks of the company the operations of cardinal albornoth were directed first against the malatesta lords of rimini and when they were reduced to submission against the ordalafi lords of forli the neighbouring towns were attacked forli and faenza were taken cesena held out for a long time under marzia or cha the wife of francesco ordalafi but was at last subdued in these operations albernoth had to contend against the forces of the great company which had been driven out of naples by the exertions of louis of tarentum and was assisting the petty tyrants of the north to maintain their power it is unfortunate that the confusion of italian affairs at this time makes it difficult or indeed impossible to find a single thread to guide us through the labyrinth we are compelled to pass from town to town and the disorder which is generated in our own minds is only typical of the confusion of the political events which we are seeking to unravel chronology compels us to say a few words about venice and milan we left venice at the death of marino faliero and the peace concluded immediately afterwards with genoa and milan faliero was succeeded as doge by giovanni gradenigo who soon found himself at war with the king of hungary the venetians claimed to be the masters of the adriatic no ships of war but their own were allowed to enter it on the other hand it was understood that any ship of their allies was to be safe from attack while traversing it louis of hungary who had long sought a pretext for conquests in dalmatia found one by the attack of a hungarian ship by a sicilian vessel in venetian waters louis took several towns of the terra firma cuneliano fell by treachery saravale and mestre submitted spalatro and zara were lost turkish pirates appeared on the coast crato rose in insurrection peace was eventually made in february thirteen fifty eight venice got back her towns in the neighbourhood of treviso but the whole of the dalmatian coast had to be surrendered to the king of hungary in the meantime the war against the visconti had begun again the members of the old venetian league the este gonzaghi carrara and della scala joined themselves with the marquis of montferrat a member of the house of palaiologus of constantinople the emperor charles the fourth also assisted them and giovanni da leggio lord of bologna the league conquered asti but a more serious loss to the milanese was pavia which declared itself independent and could not be taken by galeazzo visconti even with a force of forty thousand soldiers the league summoned the great company to their aid milan would have been entirely lost if their enemies had been of one mind the mercenaries turned their attention to plunder and the visconti had time to recover themselves some of their enemies fell away from the common standard others deserted to join the mercenaries who were in the pay of the milanese at last the visconti won a decisive victory in a pitched battle near casorata 
in which all the captains of the league were taken prisoners except lando himself this victory however was more than compensated for by the loss of genoa profiting by the disasters of its masters the city was able to declare its independence and recalled simon bocanera the former doge the war dragged on till thirteen fifty eight the visconti had lost asti novara como pavia and genoa but their adversaries could not depend on the allegiance of their german mercenaries so that eventually by the good offices of feltrino gonzaga peace was arranged between the visconti and the other princes of lombardy but the marquis of montferrat still kept tight hold of asti and pavia refused to surrender its independence so against these two powers the war still continued. End of section 15